Welcome to Cupify This, the show geared towards understanding why people behave the way they do and what we can do to get our needs met. When our cups are full or filling, we have a strong sense of well-being. When they are emptying, we are driven to choose behaviours to fill them. In this show, we aim to cupify life. We're going to explore big ideas, current events and life in general using the lens of the Phoenix Cups. Welcome back, Cupify This listeners. This week, Sandy and I are going to talk about something which I'm sure we've all experienced at one stage or another, and that's this idea of FOMO, JOMO, and something we invented at the Phoenix Cups, which we call FOFU. Do we? <laughs> we do. Maybe behind Sandy's back. <laughs> I, uh, I'm very excited to hear what the to- today's podcast is about, actually. So this is uh, this is all you this time. S- surprise? Yeah, this all is me. a surprise. Yeah, you've done some great planning and yes. I, I'm here for the ride. So, yeah. yeah you've, you've... I, I went on a bit of a ride with you last week. I was, yeah, I was well, very good at holding the microphone, wasn't I? You were excellent at yeah, holding the microphone. I was. Okay, yeah. go right ahead. What are we... Yeah. So, FOMO. FOMO. Yeah. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Yes. Did you know that in 2013 that FOMO was actually added to the dictionary? No. So it's been legitimized as, as a real word. Oh. Yeah. And, and those of you who don't know what FOMO is, is, of course, it's the acronym, the fear of missing out. And in the dictionary, it's described as the feeling of worry that an interesting or an exciting event is happening somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Now, we all experience it in some way or another, don't we? Mm. But I'm going to talk about how, how we sort of cupify this. Mm. And after that... We're going to lead to what is called JOMO. So some of you know what JOMO is. Some of you not. It's a little bit of a newer concept where it's actually about the joy of missing out. Mm, Right. Yeah. So introverts created that one, did they? Uh, Not necessarily, as you'll see. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, I'm I'm clueless about where this is going. Yeah. Go go for it. Yeah. Anyway, JOMO was also added into the dictionary. So that has been legitimized as well. And JOMO is described as the appreciation of the way you choose to spend your time, regardless of what anyone else seems to be doing. So that's that definition. And then, of course, at Phoenix Support, we come up with this idea of faux-foo, which is actually the fear of effing up. Now, no. I don't think that one is actually in the dictionary yet. I don't think it yet. is. Maybe, no. maybe if we petition enough, we'll get it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I'll have would my be... people call their people. Yeah. Of course, my people don't know their people. <laughs> My people don't know very much at all, actually. (laughs) I think I'm my people. You're your people. I feel like um, that one is, it's very, it's about the mastery cup, isn't it? So we don't want to, we don't want to empty that. But sometimes for other people, it's about other cups. It is. And, and for me, I'll it's about mastery because mine's dominant. Yeah. Yes. Look at, look at this jumping to conclusions. No, well, I'm really this looking. This mind reading. I'm, I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm looking forward to arguing with you and taking this okay. the direction I okay. want it to go, yeah. actually. You wouldn't do that. Yeah, well, no, you, you wouldn't right. hijack. The, <laughs> I mean, and of course, I'd never say this online. I'd never say this in a podcast. But no. You, you would never speak to for five minutes at a million miles an hour without taking a breath. No, I wouldn't. Would Thank happen. you for not saying that. Lucky I'm not going to say Carry it. on. <laughs> so, FOMO. So, I don't know if you remember, Sandy, but on a New Year's Eve, a few years back, Tara from our team sent us a group message understanding why she sometimes experiences FOMO. Mm, she did. She'd had a light bulb moment and she is yeah. a very uh, proficient cup language speaker uh, because she facilitates workshops around the same. So, uh, and she said it's because of her dominant connection and her and a big fun cup. Yeah. And that's why she she'd reflected on the times she's experienced FOMO, and it, it seems to be when other people are out having fun without her. So yeah, connection fun and fun. Connection. Yeah. Yeah. So her two dominant cups, she was watching them get filled elsewhere, which she wasn't a part of. 
that mm. she couldn't get her cups filled in those same locations. Yes, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that got us all thinking about where we experience FOMO. Yeah. I experience it when you're at a conference without me, yep. clearly because of my mastery cup. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about your experience of FOMO? Well, one of the other things that she really noticed as well was not only that, but then she noticed that the time she experiences it the most is when those cups are already low. So the lower okay, they yeah. were, the more she experienced that FOMO. Right. Yeah. Because if the need is met, then she's not having the will to fill. Yep. So, and it's not going to be particularly noticeable, but if she's already got a huge will to fill because the cup is quite empty yeah. and she's got a big will to fill her connection cup and she's got a big will to fill her fun cup, then that possibility of having that cup filler, like going out with friends, and if that's taken off her yeah. uh, or, or not or not given to her, then that's where she's going to experience the loss there and that yeah. feeling of not being able to fill up her cup. 100%. So that's FOMO. Yeah, that's FOMO, which of course will lead us into JOMO because that was another light bulb moment we had when we thought how we could flip that and talk about JOMO. But then thinking on this FOMO myself, when Tara was mentioning this to us and we're having these discussions around it, I realise that my experiences of FOMO aren't necessarily related to connection and fun because those cups aren't as dominant for mm. me. For mine, mine is my freedom cup. Mm. So I noticed I would experience FOMO when I'd see images of people in different exciting environments. That's when I experience FOMO. Yeah, when I somebody else is travelling. Yeah. Even, even sometimes if I'm travelling. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I want to come. Yeah, I want yeah. to see what you're seeing. Yeah, forget the parties are. there. I want yeah. to go see. I want to see and explore and see what's going on there. Yeah. And that's when I would experience FOMO. Even seeing images of landscapes that there's no one else in the picture, that's what ignites those fires in my belly. It's like, I want to see that. I want to see yeah. that painting. I want to be there all alone. I want to see alone. that location. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then that related back to my dominant freedom cup. So yeah. that's where, and again, the, the more empty my freedom cup is, the greater the will to fill in it, the more I have that desire to get out and explore and travel. So that's yes. when I experience that FOMO. So we could safely say that our, our FOMO experiences often relate back to our dominant cups and we usually feel them greater when those cups are emptying. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a fair call. Yeah. It's a big call. I would like, well, of course, I'd like to hear what you think about oh, that. We would, we would love to. Uh, and if you have some thoughts on it or you want to share a story about it, yep. uh, you can just jump on our WhatsApp and that you can get that by finding us on the WhatsApp app using the phone number 0733050282. And you can either shoot us a text message that we can talk about in the podcast or you can pop a voicemail on it and we could even use your voice perhaps yeah. in the podcast as well. So yeah, let us know what you're thinking around your FOMO experiences, does it relate to, to your dominant cup? Or perhaps you've noticed that it relates to a cup that's most empty, which is not always your dominant cup, right? Yep. So it's got it. I reckon it's coming from where there's a biggest wheel to fill. Right. Mm. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, going off script, aren't I? Yes. Mm. So, <laughs> now we're going to talk Jomo. Yeah, well, well, this led us to this idea of Jomo. We thought, well, if it's the dominant cups, if it's the will to fill driving the empty part of the cups that experiences FOMO, where does this Jomo come from? Jomo is almost a situation that occurs when your cups are full. Mm. So Jomo essentially, we feel, is the flip side of FOMO. Yeah, they could be. So that we, you've got full cups and you don't necessarily need to go and do that. Let's yeah. say, for example, Tara's example, perhaps her connection cup and her fun cup is really full. Yep. That need is met. She has plenty of joy. She has plenty of self-worth and belonging. And she doesn't need to go out with friends. Yep. And so in her, she might need to fill a different cup. And so that Jomo is probably because missing out 
fills up your other cups as well. Yep. Perhaps she needs to fill up her safety cup and stay home and watch do some Netflix yeah, binging. Yeah, so that, that, that drive, that will to fill isn't there anymore, which was that that unease that drives you to do it, that, mm. that creates those ideas of FOMO. So with JOMO, you, you don't have that. You've got that joy that, you know, actually everything feels just right the way it is. I don't need anything external to fill those needs. Mm. And I just think back to those times in, in 2019 when I was doing that much traveling, traveling Australia, delivering this workshop. And I love that. That's my favorite thing to do mm. in the world. But I traveled so much that all of a sudden my own bed was more exciting to me than these hotel rooms. Yes, and before you started traveling as much as me, you used to get major FOMO about me. Yeah, going to the, even absolutely. Just, even yeah. just dropping me at the airport. You're like, it's not fair. Yeah. I'm like, you can take this one. Like, I really don't want to do it. And it used to confuse people why I loved airports so much. Yeah, yeah, because it means you're yeah. about to get freedom. Yeah. yeah. No no bigger freedom cup filling really than flying, is there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but then when you started doing the quantity yeah. of travel that I was doing, you stopped getting that FOMO yeah. from me in a in another random hotel room on the other side of the country mm. and you were like oh i'm just so glad to be home in our own bed tonight and i was like yeah. oh well you just enjoy that won't you <laughs> yeah. so you stopped getting the, the yeah. fomo and you had jomo instead yeah but yes when when that cup is full you you then look for yep. you know other will to fill and yes yeah, yeah. actually i just want to experience the the time in my you know in my own the place where i belong and i feel most comfortable and and i feel most sense of belonging yeah. and uh and security so yeah it's, it's really about working out what we need when we experience those feelings of mm. either well particularly a fomo actually looking at all right what what is that indicator for me of what cup is empty and then what can i do about planning for it because if we then dwell on it all night, that we're not out doing what we wanted to do with our friends or whatever, that's going to further empty the cups. But what we could actually do, which, you know, we can quite entitled to have a moment to do so. But then what would be um, really helpful is write a plan for yourself. Right, I'm going to do this to fill up my connection cup and this to fill up my fun cup. Yeah, yeah. Which, which was I was actually going to allude to by the time we got to the end of the well, podcast to wrap up on how to... I didn't read your run uh, sheet. You so, did not read my no. run sheet. No. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> but I also just want to finish off on that idea of JOMO though is mm. JOMO is a comfortable place mm. you know everything is, is great it's nice there it's comfortable your needs being met but there's a danger to that as well is we can start to exclude ourselves from others as mm. well I think you, your needs are met by yourself and you know if you, you might have those select few people who you're filling your connection cup with which is great but at the same time, you've got to work out what are your limits to that? When can that start to affect others even and, and what's going on in your life as well? So we do have to be weary of, of all of them, actually, FOMO, but JOMO in particular and what we can do about that. Yeah, but and I guess it's all always just be curious about it. Be curious about what does this mean for me about what I need right now? Yeah. Uh, and and notice where that disharmony is. Notice where the will to fill is and, and make sure you're planning for the right cups. Now, this one leads us to faux fu. Okay. I'm not sure if Sandy knows much about faux fu. Well, you, you all talk about it, uh, at the, the team talk about it with you a lot. I think I don't, I don't really, I don't connect with this one as much. Yep. Maybe I'll do a little bit actually, but it would probably, maybe it's because my, I, I'm thinking out loud now, maybe it's because my mastery cup is often quite full because I work so hard at filling it yep. that I have a lot of self-confidence, which yep. is the outcome of all mastery yep. cup. Well, where I'm leading with this is, is that... One of our team members who's big and bright and bubbly has the hugest connection cup in the world. Mm. When you see her, she'll come over to you and spill her connection into your connection cup. You know, she'll start yeah. to fill that cup up. And she's also got a dominant safety cup as well. So uh, her 
Fofu, fear of effing up, <laughs> we think relates back to her connection cup yep. and her safety cup. Yep. So when she, she fears making these mistakes, not because Sandy's this fire dragging dictator <laughs> that she's terrified of that she's terrified of her wrath. She's more scared of that loss of connection. So when these things occur, you know, yeah. she's she, if she makes a mistake, she's fearful that she's going to lose that connection with Sandy. And then yeah. at the same or time, anyone else in the team, well, anyone or else even in our the customers. Team. Yeah, or, well, that's it. Know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But being, you know, if you believe in an evolutionary sense that the connection is actually related back to the safety cup, because you know, herd and stuff like that, that we re- that yeah, well, all, all, all needs really are basic human life needs to keep us alive. You know, so that connection we have been able to grow and evolve as a species because of our connection yep. and our ability to collaborate and cooperate. Yep. Uh, and, and alone in the wilderness actually is not mm, very a safe place to be. Well, we would literally not survive yep. uh, alone in the wilderness. We we need to band together. We yeah. need to cooperate. Uh, and so that need for connection is very much about survival. And so if it's not being met yep. or if it's emptied, uh, you will get that real um, stress response happening. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that, that fear of making a mistake, that fear of effing up, could then therefore affect the connection cup. So it didn't look like – it didn't appear to be a safety cup uh, behaviour, but it's that fear that it could have affected the safety cup via – the emptying of the connection cup. So, and we noticed that a lot, and that was some of the discussions we had in our team. So, yeah, yeah. And I, well, with mine, I automatically think it's all about mastery because my mastery is so dominant. So, I initially just thought, oh yeah, well that is, uh, you know, fear of, of emptying my mastery cup. Yeah. And I do get that every now and then. Yeah. Like for example, I'm madly preparing for a conference this weekend that I thought we I had only a few participants at, but I have over 500. And so now I've got this slight fofu, but it's all around mastery. It has nothing yep. to do with connection. It has nothing to do with safety. It's all around mastery and not getting it absolutely perfect and absolutely right. So yeah, it's funny how it. it, it yeah. What about you? Though? with freedom not not so much in a way that freedom cup sort of we live in a world where it is unfree we we've always lived in a world where there's rules and expectations so we've <laughs> always spoken like a true yeah but cup. we we know how to get we go into our imaginations well i've mm. always gone into my imagination like mm. there's the school system there's the expectations of how to behave in public all these sort of things feel like it's and the expectations that you have to, once you've finished school, in, into the work phase, that, mm. you know, you have to, essentially, you have to give up your times to satisfy others. Like, it's, uh, uh, I might sound gloomy, but you that's how... You often I've, sound gloomy. That's how uh, uh, you a and freedom your friend cup. Schopenhauer and Nietzsche. <laughs> but that's how our freedom cups view this, that we're essentially always imprisoned and watched and, mm. and you know, ex- influenced <laughs> oh, upon. Now he's heading into Foucault land. Um, <laughs> but at the same time... we talk about Foucault, we sound wanky when we talk about Foucault, don't yeah, we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. yeah. So, no, that... And, and I know, yeah. But, That's um, very interesting that you have that feeling of, about freedom because I've, as, as big as my freedom cup is, I've never, yep. never really concern myself too much with that yep. but it's very big for you but at the same time you've got a dominant mastery cup and it's a mastery cup world the world we mm. live in is a mastery cup world um but at the same time we've learned how to deal with it from a young age and for me it's internalization which i'm sure it is for a lot of freedom cups is you can go inside your own head and you're free in there you mm-hmm. can think of what you want to do be where you want to be you can do anything you want to do so that's okay. how i sort of so fofu doesn't really 
coming to it that way. But anyway, how do we come? We've, we've gone on a tangent. Yeah, I like tangents though. I think uh, this is a really interesting one that needs to be, it's, it's conversational and it, yep. I think it, it's one of those that needs to be a bigger conversation with you thinking, you know, our listeners now thinking, you know, what does this mean for you and, and how does it mean for your cups? Uh, and also what does it tell you about what you need to plan for, for yourself to yeah. get that little bit more skill to fill yeah. uh, a cup that might be off and empty because you're experiencing FOMO perhaps more than you'd like to. Yeah. So that's essentially how we combat these mm. ideas of FOMO, DROMO mm. and FOFU. So Sandy alluded to it earlier and just now as well that our cups are going to fluctuate. Mm. How full or empty they are are just going to continuously fluctuate, which therefore on the flip side means that our experiences of FOMO Jomo and Fofu are going to fluctuate too. Mm. So they're, they're going to be related directly to how, where our cups are, mm-hmm. of how we're going to experience those. So, of course, what that's going to come back to is, is the skill to fill. If you're not familiar with the skill to fill, if you're new to our podcast, we've got an episode on the skill to fill. Yes. But essentially, it's about the, the skills we develop and the behavioral choices that are reliably going to ensure that our, our cups are filled, that our needs are met. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. Very important to be thinking about how to, how to look at all five of your cups and how to plan for your well-being. But I, I think this was a, a great little conversation around how FOMO can give us indicators of because often people say, I don't know which cup is empty for me. Yeah. Um, so there's indicators like that yeah. of that sense of disharmony or sense that something's not quite right yeah. that, that can actually be really simply explained using yeah. this analogy about cups. Yeah. And then it can be fixed, really. It can be planned for. So I think that that covers it. Yeah. And please do get in touch with us via WhatsApp if uh, you yeah. you have something to say to contribute to yeah. this discussion. Or, or jump in and, the comments on Facebook once we, we post this online as well. Yeah. Leave us a uh, comment. And I've got a plan for next week. You do? Yes. Let's talk about flow. Flow. Yeah. Flow is great. So, <laughs> surprise. Me high. I just, yeah. Because I'm just working that into my presentation right now and I'm thinking about it a lot. And I was like, we need to do a podcast on cupifying this. Yes. So let's cupify flow. Perfect. Okay. And remember to subscribe and we'll see you next week when we talk about flow. See you then. Bye. Bye.